Hello, and welcome to Nested Folders, a podcast about productivity and accomplishing our best work. I'm Scotty Jackson. With me, as always, is Rosemary Archard. Rose, how are you? I'm very good. How are you, Scotty? I am great, thanks. Uh, Now, surprise, uh, listeners may note that this isn't a usual week for Nested Folders, but that's because we've got a special episode today brought to you by Agenda. Uh, Agenda is the date-focused note-taking app for Mac and iOS. We've partnered with them to explore our Agenda setups and share them with our listeners. And uh, so, Rose, today we're going to look at your Agenda setup. Ooh, I feel there should be dramatic music or something. That's a, da, da, da. Are you ready? <laughs> yeah, I am because uh, I've been having awesome. fun with agenda, uh, and it's it's been uh, it's been a really good exercise for me actually because I've realized that as much as I love drafts and I love putting everything in drafts, sometimes drafts is not the right answer. My brain is still somewhat reeling from this, but I'm pleased to say that agenda has <laughs> has nicely filled that gap where drafts is not necessarily the right thing for things. So you're you're newer to Agenda, is that right? Well, I mean, I downloaded it pretty much first after it came out, I think, because it it looked really awesome and I was intrigued by the new shiny, as we all are, and I agreed that it was new and it was very shiny. Um and mm. I I very much liked it. Um but at that time I didn't really have a use case for it. And I did a couple of half-hearted attempts to to really, you know, put stuff in there and it kind of didn't work because I didn't really, you know, put a lot of effort into it. And then a couple of months ago, I was looking at agenda on my home screen going, I should really try this again. Um, and so I did. And I was really pleased to find that there were several use cases for it that I, I had been unhappy with my solutions elsewhere. Um, and they work perfectly in agenda for me. So that that's really good. Interesting. So what kind of content are we talking about here? Like what all is going in agenda for you? Well, at the moment, I pretty much only have three kinds of things in Agenda. Um, first of all, I'm attempting to move house. Uh, this has understandably been thrown up in the air by current world circumstances. But I have mm. like a whole series of tasks that I'll need to do, like groceries to buy when I move in um, and stuff to buy as soon as I move in and then furniture that I need to buy like as immediately as possible, then as soon after that as I can. And then, well, it would be pretty nice to have a mirror in the hallway, but I'd can't classify that as urgent type things. Um, and mm-hmm. I had all of this in OmniFocus to start with, which is a great system for setting all this stuff up. Um, but I can't do any of it. Like it's all pending, waiting on things. And, you know, just looking at these lists in OmniFocus was not working. And I was like, you know, I kind of need something where I can like insert pictures and so on. And then it was like, huh, agenda is great for this because each, uh, each of my projects became a note. Um, and then I've inserted pictures and in some cases I've been able to add start dates and end dates to things. Um, when, you know, when I found out when I was going to be able to do it and when it needed to be done by. Um, and in other cases, I have just left it date free because I don't know yet when I'm moving. So it doesn't matter particularly what groceries I need other than the fact that I'm collecting a list slowly, um, and adding to things as I go so that when I move in, I actually have things like salt because that's useful to yes. have. If you've ever tried to cook pasta without salt, you will agree with me that, you know, making sure that you have this list of stuff available is pretty useful. <laughs> yes. Uh, that's really interesting. I, I really like that idea of being able to park um, stuff that isn't really actionable yet, but having information about what could be actionable uh, in the future. Mm-hmm. How, I know that you are a, a DevonThink user. So how do you differentiate between like agenda content and DevonThink content? 
Devin Think for me is pretty much exclusively reference material. I will very rarely edit a document that is in Devon Think. It's mostly for stuff like PDFs and, 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 you know, files and things like that. And if you go back to our episode on Devon Think, then, then you'll hear all of that. Um, but things that go in agenda for me are things that are living documents. You know, they're kind of reference, but not really reference. Like right. they're, they're things that I'm working on. Um, and, and that's for me where the difference is. Um, and I, I have been toying with the idea of archiving my projects from agenda out to DevonThink when they're finished, but I haven't, haven't done anything with that yet because I haven't really got as far as needing to do that. Mm-hmm. And the things that I have archived so far in Agenda, I haven't wanted to put in DevonThink because they weren't the sort of thing that I usually keep there. Right. Are you using that that archive feature in Agenda that like tucks archive things away? Yes. Yes, I am. Because one of the other things that I've been storing in Agenda is my work for Screencast Online. Every show gets a project in Agenda. Um, and then when I finished and I've submitted a show and it's been published, I can go into Agenda. It's my last task in OmniFocus and I have to archive the project. Um, and then I archive the project and it's gone, but it's not gone, gone. It's right. archived. Right. So. Nice. Yeah. And that's great because then I just, all of those notes associated with that project, you know, any extras that I create plus all the defaults that I create uh, are just gone. But, you know, I could go back and look at them if I need to. Right. Uh, so uh, where it comes to uh, archiving, you know, how, how else do you organize content? So, um, you know, you've got archive for stuff that you've done. Cool. Uh, how else are you organizing content? Like, do you have different categories set up or uh how are you organizing stuff like that uh right now i have four categories um i have a generic uh i'm not quite sure what this is called miscellaneous category uh i'm very creative with my naming um and then i have a screencast online category uh i have a blog post category that's for another area that we've not yet talked about um Mm. and i have a moving house category and then every note goes inside one of those four Nice. And so how all is content getting there? Um, Are you producing that directly in agenda or are you using drafts? Uh, What all, what all ways do you have of putting things into agenda? Uh, So I, uh, let's start with the moving house one because that's, I think going to be the least complicated. I migrated this stuff out of OmniFocus manually. I split the screen on my iPad and I went and I sat in the back garden with my bridge keyboard, my 11 inch iPad pro some music playing through my AirPods. Um, and I just went through and I migrated things over copying and pasting stuff um, because uh, I wanted to review every single item as I put it in there. Um, and in some cases, I did some significant restructuring to how things worked. Um, and I'm really happy with how that worked. Um, mm. And I think that that was for me a much better system than automating it as much as I love automation. Uh, that that was all done manually because I really wanted to get a feel for how agenda works properly with and just starting by automating things as much as I love URL schemes. I really do. Sometimes it's good to just, you know, sit there and manually rearrange things and do stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, screencasts online. Um, this is where I get to, to play with all the tech vocabulary. Uh, I set up a series of shortcuts on my iPhone so I can run these manually. Um, but I also hook them up to Pushcut, and these run on my Pushcut automation server. So I have an iPhone that is sitting at home, and it's running Pushcut. And it, there's a, a feature in Pushcut called the Pushcut Automation Server. And essentially what this does with an iPhone or an iPad is it turns it into a server, and it means that Pushcut sits there and waits for a command to come. 
And so when I get a new show assigned to me at Screencast Online, I have a Zapier Zap that runs and it does some stuff in Airtable and it creates files and folders for me in Dropbox and all sorts of things. And one of the things it does is it tells Pushcut, hey, there's a new project. And this does a whole bunch of things. It creates projects in OmniFocus. But it also uses URL schemes to create a project in Agenda for me. Mm. And it stores the ID of this project in DataJar. Uh, because, you know, I'm loving the tech vocab here. Um, and then inside of this project, it creates three notes for me. It creates uh, show links, a show description, and a show notes. Like my, this is where I put things like my outline and, and other useful bits of information as I go. Um, and, uh, so, and I, I do that. Um, and I, I should note this took me a while to set up and play with. Um, but I love it because the project gets the due date of when the show is due. But because I work on the different notes, you know, I, I tend to space things out and get ahead of things. So I'll do like a lot of the links before, uh, the show, but the actual links are done on the day, you know, or the day after I record the show usually because, um, I want to go through and listen to the show again and make sure I get all of those. And so I can assign the end date of each note to different days as well as having the whole project have an end date, which is uh. like, okay, like everything needs to be submitted now. Like this, is on your agenda for today. Um, and that's really nice. And I love popping into agenda and opening my, my, my screencast project, whatever one I'm working on and just seeing, okay, like these notes are empty. Like that means there's stuff to do. I don't need to go and look inside of OmniFocus to see like, what do I need to do here? It's like, okay, it's like, this is empty. <laughs> like right. fill in the gaps. Um, and that for me is great. Uh, that works really well. Uh, but I'm using URL schemes to do that. And I'll, I'll see if I can put an example in the show notes for people um, so that they can see how that shortcut works. And the pushcut automation server element, it literally just means that pushcut says shortcuts run the shortcut and shortcuts runs the shortcut and returns. Um, and that's it. Right. Um, so it, it sounds very, very complicated and fancy and it is complicated and fancy, <laughs> but it's also really worth it for me. So. Well, that's because you're complicated and fancy. Well, I mean, I try. I'm wearing earrings today. That makes me extra fancy. There you go. So, uh, that's, that's one great, uh, example of using URL schemes, uh, for creation of agenda content. Are there, are there other URL schemes that you're using, uh, there other than creating projects and notes? Um, at the moment, no, but another automation feature that I'm using, which I'm really liking is templates. Um, and this is a new mm. feature in agenda. Um, literally like as we record, this feature has just come out and I will confess I've been playing uh, on, on, on the beta a little bit as well. So, so when you get this, you know, it, it's just out. Um, but uh, templates are great because I have some blog posts and they're not the same, but you know, the, the nested folders podcasts on my blog always have the nested folders image in the top right. And the automators ones have always have the automators artwork in the top right and things like that. And so the templates for those really are great for me. I, I love that. And so I've been playing with that a lot. I haven't got as far as doing any callback URLs or so on there yet, but that's a possibility. I might do that. I haven't decided yet. Mm-hmm. So are you drafting blog posts in Agenda and then publishing to your blog from there? Yes. Um, so I'm using the, the the feature where you can copy as HTML. Um, and then inside of WordPress, um, I just, I, I, my WordPress defaults to the code tab and then I just paste in there and it's, it's done. Um, nice. And that, uh, that is great because I can just, you know, put it in there um, and, and go um, and it works. So. 
Right on. So you mentioned copy as HTML. I know that there, uh, you know, a note you can uh, copy or output. Uh, I think plain text, rich text, HTML, and Markdown. Um, what other you know ways are you taking or sharing content that starts an agenda to other places? Actually, most of my agenda content, with the exception of my blog post, doesn't go elsewhere. It just stays in agenda. Um, but there is the ability to export things as a PDF. Um, and when, so I've actually taken the, the week that we're recording this, I've taken it off work because we've just launched some projects at work and things have been a bit haywire, um, mm. which means that I haven't had normal meetings. I've spent all of my meeting time literally in my OmniFocus inbox, just adding new tasks because that's all I needed to do. Um, I, there haven't been any proper meeting notes or anything to take, you know, like tracking what other people have been assigned. Like that's not been a thing. Like everybody is working on everything. Um, so um, I, I'm looking forward to, to going back to taking proper meeting notes actually it sounds really nerdy but that's me um because then i'll be able to have um, a new work project inside of agenda uh, a category sorry and then i'll have different projects inside of that and associate the notes with the actual calendar events which is great because then you can mm -hmm. you know just link everything together love that um and then i'll actually have the tasks inside of there and i will be exporting those as pdf to send them off to other people as well uh but so far because um i things at work have just been crazy. I haven't needed to do that, but I'm kind of considering organizing a meeting with you to test my workflow that I've been noodling on in my spare time. Excellent. Uh, yeah. And w when we go through my workflow uh, on another agenda episode in future, we'll talk about how I uh, do meeting notes and, and wrap up uh, and share with attendees as well. Uh, you, you've talked a, a couple of times about using sort of date ranges um, can mm -hmm. you tell me more about that and like what, how you employ uh, the dates that have been assigned to things and either for visual cues or searches or, or anything like that? I'm, I'm interested to know how you use uh, dates on your notes. Uh, so um, let's look at Screencast Online because each Screencast Online show has a, a date when I have to hand it in. It also has a date when it actually goes live um, on, on the website. And those are two different dates because there, there's work in between me handing it in, <laughs> it, you know, magically coming out the other end with the, the lovely star intro with the animation and the music and so on. Um, and so what I do there is, um, and I have a personal start date. I don't like to work on anything like that too early because if i started working on a show now it was due in three months i'm 110 percent convinced that the app developers would go out of their way to completely change everything inside of the app so i would have to re-record um and you know that's not good for anybody um so i i have a start date on things of two weeks before they're due just because i don't want to work too far ahead um and then i have the the end date of when it's due and that is for me to start with when it's due for me to submit it. And then on the day that I submit it, I will go through and manually change that end date after I've checked that everything's handed in and it's all good. Uh, I change the end date to the day that it actually releases. So anytime, anytime that something changes between then and, you know, the actual release, it's still there in my agenda. And then when it's due, it will get archived. Um, I've been experimenting a little bit with the on the agenda um, feature, um, the overview that you've got in, in the main area so you can see what's due. But to be honest, not 
because it's not great. It is. Uh, most of the time, like my deadlines are actually stored elsewhere and they're built into my daily overview shortcuts. Um, but it's nice opening up agenda and just going, okay, like, okay, yeah, these are the things that, you know, I need to work on next, but I don't necessarily extract that information, and use it elsewhere. Gotcha. And what about, uh, what about cross-linking? So you've mentioned, um, you know, that you've got uh, a need or not for OmniFocus tasks, depending on some of the different, you know, kind of content and agenda. Are, are you cross-linking between uh, agenda and OmniFocus or uh, between agenda and other uh, other apps? At the moment, I'm just cross-linking between agenda and OmniFocus. So this shortcut that I mentioned earlier, that it creates my OmniFocus project and it creates my, my agenda project and notes as well. At the moment, I'm only putting a link to the agenda project inside of the OmniFocus project notes. Um, and I'm not doing anything else in any other directions there. Um, but I have considered um, actually linking the tasks in OmniFocus to the specific notes associated with them. Uh, because that would make sense. I just haven't got around to it yet because honestly, from the project, I get this great overview of all of the notes inside the project. So for me, it's very easy. If I've jumped right. from the OmniFocus project to the agenda project, I can immediately see a nice overview. And that's one of the reasons why I found switching from drafts in this particular case worked perfectly for me because I can see all of the notes for that project without having to create a new workspace or whatever every time. I just have an overview. Um, it's like a smart search without actually needing to build a smart search because it's a project. Ah. Um, and, and that's, and that's great because, um, I've, I've, I've originally started, I just had a screencast online project and I created multiple notes for each show and I just named them so that I could easily find them. And then I realized, why am I doing this? And, you know, using or trying to use the smart searches and tags when I should actually be using the projects here because... Um, say, for example, I did a recent show on uh, micro.blog. I'm not going to necessarily want to reuse my screencast online micro.blog tag for other things. I need a project for that. Um, and identifying what should be a project and what should be a tag. To start with, I just had everything as a note inside of one project, inside of one category. And then I realized actually splitting things up and adding a bit more hierarchy really makes it a, a much better app for me, which is great because it looks really pretty when you do that. <laughs> right. Um, now, uh, talk a little bit about the difference between your use of agenda or if there is one, your use of agenda on Mac versus iOS. Like, do you find, uh, or iPad OS, like an iPad, do, do you find that you're using it differently on the different devices or is it a pretty consistent experience across all three? Uh, mostly on the Mac, I would say, um, I use so if I if I'm working on my Mac, it tends to be like intense focus work with noise canceling headphones, uh, where it's like okay, I need to sit down and I need to do my my show prep, or I need to deal with like these fifteen emails about moving house where I've got stuff going here and there, and I need to migrate stuff, and I needed to buy carrots and stuff like that because that all pops into my head uh it's like okay all of these need to go into here and you know like i'll sit down and i'll focus on it um and that's what i use the mac for because you know the mac app is great but i don't spend a huge amount of time at my mac i am much more of an ipad first kind of girl um mm. and so a lot of the time i'll just you know like have my ipad um and i often have it in split screen with other stuff especially i've been doing an awful lot of uh online window shopping recently and it's been it's been great to be like okay so i've decided on the tv stand so the tv stands going in here right now do i want this as soon as possible or is it kind of like a well i could wait on this a bit but tv's not going to be on the floor forever or i can wait 
wait and hold on and the TV can just sort of float midair. If somebody can figure that out, that'd be great. Um, <laughs> you know, and, and put it in the right note. Um, but uh, I should note that I have also, for some of these notes, I have shortcuts where I can append stuff to specific notes in formats. So I have, I can share something to a shortcut and then the shortcut will parse out the information for me and append it to specific notes. And that has been really great for like, you know, like this, these are groceries that I need to buy. And so it's like, okay, groceries that I need to buy for when I get into the new house, like tap the shortcut, do the thing, it appends it to the note um, and then opens the note for me so I can review everything and see that I now have carrots on my list 16 times because I keep thinking of carrots, but that's okay. Mm. I'm going to have really great eyesight. Worst case, yeah. Worst case scenario, you just have too many carrots. That's that doesn't seem like that doesn't seem like too bad of a of a stake in the world. I just um, turn into a rabbit. It's all good. Sure. So, does that mean um, that you have um, notes that are a little bit more um, static as opposed to like ephemeral? Um, you know, for these sorts of purposes that are like kind of active all the time, for lack of a better mm-hmm. way of putting it. Yeah, I mean. The the each screencast online project is like relatively short lived. Like most of them are around for two weeks, and then it's like thank you very much archive, um, right. and that that's great. Um, but the other ones at the moment, I mean blog posts, of course they they appear, they get posted on my website, they get archived. It's all good. Um, but um, the 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 moving house stuff is very static at the moment uh, because nothing's happening because you know life. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm sort of sitting here twiddling my thumbs, going, "Oh yeah," and as well as a TV stand, I should probably have like a table by the side of the sofa so I have somewhere to put the remote control so it doesn't get lost inside the sofa. Um, oh, and I need a sofa and stuff like that. You know, like all this stuff keeps popping up in my head and it's good <laughs> fun. Um, but you know, like I need to capture it and put it somewhere. So these notes are fairly static, but at the same time, I have gone through several times and decided to rearrange things. So originally it was just like furniture and then it was like, okay, I need to split this up into furniture and when I need to get it. And now I'm actually considering subcategories and like buy furniture as a subcategory. And mm. then inside of that, like, living room like immediate requirement um versus yeah like as soon as possible but not like truly like sitting on the floor eating out of a noodle packet urgent and then you know there's like sometime maybe like i would quite like that sort of thing and i've split it i'm probably gonna split it into rooms and stuff because these lists are getting very long and it's kind of terrifying right so are you finding that you're manually reordering a lot of stuff to make sure that the like sort of a hierarchy suits your immediate needs and interests. Yeah, but my hierarchy is inside of like individual notes at the moment, rather than like trying to move stuff around in a note. Not that that's not right. easy to do. It is. I just like splitting things up so that it's like, yeah, okay, like this is a list of things because then you know, as you said, I can use the export options to to send it off elsewhere for for you know when I finally can actually go buy stuff in IKEA. Like I can actually turn these into tasks and put it in reminders. And then it's like, okay, great. Now I can go shopping in Ikea and check everything off as I go. Right. Uh, speaking of, have you used the like slash remind um, function to, to put stuff like from agenda right into reminders and then possibly into OmniFocus from there? Uh, at the moment, no, because everything has been stalled basically. And in the case of the screencast online things, um, I don't, 
need to create OmniFocus tasks for these things. It's usually I need to do this right. uh, rather than I need to put it in OmniFocus so that I do it next week. It's like do this right now. Um, but I I have uh, looked at using it for my blog posts. Um, and when I start doing a bit more future planning with my blog posts, which I've been working on some stuff, uh, so there will be uh, – that will definitely appear um, because it's a great feature where I can just – remind myself of things and i've experimented with it i've just been looking for the right use case uh because shoehorning things into the wrong use case is not a great idea but that's I think right i may have found it nice uh so what have we not talked about with respect to how you're using agenda that you would like to make sure that we cover hmm well i think I mean, Agenda is designed for taking date-based notes, right? Um, and notes linked to calendar events like meetings and so on. But I would really like like to, to, to remind people that it's a great app that you can use without the date stuff, which sounds like really silly. Like, why would you use an application that's designed around date-based things for things that don't that don't need to be date based, uh, and that's just because it it has like the great project overview. And uh, I've looked at the tags and everything. I don't need them just yet, but I'm 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 thinking like that I can see that coming um, in the future, especially for my blog posts. You know, like tagging things with with related stuff, so I can make sure it all comes out in the right order, um, and and so on. So it you know it it's it's one of those apps where it is absolutely fabulous what it's designed for but you can use it in many other ways as well right on uh rose thank you so much for taking the time to walk us through this i really appreciated being able to understand how you're using uh agenda i think it's given me some ideas for some of my own usage uh as well um our thanks to agenda for uh partnering with us on this episode if you want to learn more about agenda the app uh, on Mac and iOS, uh, check out agenda.com, uh, the simplest uh, domain name uh, possible for an app called Agenda. That's pretty awesome. And uh, you can learn more about us and our podcast at nestedfolderspodcast.com, where we have links to all of our episodes and uh, feedback form and uh, everything like that. Rosemary Orchard, where can people find out more about you? On the internet, the best place to find out more about me is at rosemaryorchard.com. Uh, but the other place you can also find me is in the agenda forums, which is over agenda.community. And there is Rosemary Orchard. And uh, so if you've got questions about agenda, feel free to ask me in their forums and I will be very happy to, uh, to answer you there. Uh, and we can make a thread and talk all about it if you'd like. That's awesome. Uh, and, uh, I am also on the agenda forum at Hey Scotty J and by the same name on Twitter and Instagram. And you can find out more about me at HeyScottyJ.com. Again, thanks to agenda for partnering with us on this amazing, uh, tour of Rosemary Orchard's agenda setup until next time, Rose. I'll talk to you soon. Until next time, Scotty. <laughs>